Attention dad bod rap pod listeners. We want to tell you about another podcast that we think you really enjoy. It's called Dope Shit. Uh, the Dope Shit Podcast is a discussion with Uncommon NASA and Samurai Banana, two staunch uh, hip-hop listeners and participants from the New York area. Really glad to link up with them. Um, they have dope discussions followed by really good music. Um, they're like-minded cats, and, uh, you know, let's link up with them. Yeah, so you can find the Dope Shit Podcast wherever the dope podcasts are at. Um, so we encourage you to subscribe and rate the podcast. And and we think you'll like it. If you like us, you'll like it. Actually, when I listened to it, I was like, wow, this is really similar to what we do. But they also have that kind of segment where they play all the new music. Mm. So it's it's a great repository to figure out what's going on. And um, these cats were kind of like really involved in the New York scene. So it's a different look. But I think if you like us, you'll like them. Give it a try. Dope Shit. Happy birthday to rap. <laughs> Dad bod rap pod. We're back. We're black. No, I'm black. <laughs> um, hey guys, hey guys. We're too old for this shit. <laughs> uh, my name is Damone Carter, aka Dem One, um, crusty rapper slash rap critic. I am joined by Nati Nate LeBlanc. How's it going? Good. You know, pretty good. <laughs> that was his Xanax. I've uh, never seen Nate so excited. <laughs> uh, we also have Mr. David. I like it raw, ma. Uh, too many jokes. Um, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Good to be here, guys. Really, really, always good. And I'm glad we're uh, we're on a little bit of a streak. So it's good to see. We're back. It is. Uh, I guess I could say it's August. This will get out eventually soon. Yeah, sooner than later. Soonish. Um, we're wishing happy belated to hip hop culture from which we all suckle from the teat of, uh, <laughs> of hip hop culture. And we have, and fucking hip hop is 45, uh, turned 45 this year. Um, if it were a person, it would be a very accomplished person totally. at this point. It's like come a long way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, whoever thought that hip hop would make it this far. Um, <laughs> so, so we, uh, you know, we like the rest of you found out about this because Facebook reminds you your friend, your friend's birthday. Is, <laughs> um, it's the last thing Facebook's good for. All right, I tell you that that and some good MAGA talk. Um, so, so it's it's the culture's birthday. Um, we want to take a, a brief moment because I saw on Twitter. People were using the occasion to like big up old Lupe Fiasco albums. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, guys, guys, let's. Right. This is a, a monumental culture that has definitely right. shifted the world. It's bigger than food and liquor. Um, right. So, you know, for those of us who are, you know, connoisseurs of the culture, let's just, we'll just, we'll, we'll break it down a little bit. Hip hop, number one, is more than rap. Right. Um, involves DJing, b-boying, graffiti to an extent. Um, and for me, the way I learned about all of this stuff, and this is kind of our hip-hop journalism overlap, is through, I believe it was a 1993 issue of The Source where Nelson George interviewed Bam, Cool Herc, and Grandmaster Flash. Mm. And for kids from San Jose, California, it might have even been 92. 
Um, kids from San Jose, California, you know, our starting point for rap was, of course, Too Short, like a little bit of E-40, most of the East Coast mm-hmm. stuff, but we didn't know about it as a cultural movement. So that's when we learned about hip hop as like a culture. And it's interesting because now hip hop is like synonymous with rap. Like mm-hmm. when you say hip hop, people just think like rap and which is, I don't know. It makes me sad inside. <laughs> that but there's something kind of fundamentally corny about being like elements guy you know what i mean it's like it's hard to do without being sanctimonious i don't know if you guys have ever seen the uh kyle mooney has a character where he's like a a dutch um underground hip-hop dude with uh (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah hilarious that that is a very specific character but one that i understand a lot and it's like it's you become that guy really fast if you're the one who's going like excuse me excuse me don't forget about uh clive campbell aka dj cool (laughs) totally and we're doing that right now and in a way i am that guy but um i think it's um it's a difference in approach yeah i mean you know we're people respect it is a music and the music come. It's it's weird to know a music's birthday. I guess right, that's what I'm right. trying to get at. But I mean, the, in it's the a, really long it's way important around. because it's. I mean, it's probably America's most important uh, cultural export. I mean, there are kids in Palestine, you know, rapping. They're doing ciphers, and totally. you know, all that cultural appropriation talk goes out the window because at, at its core, yeah. I mean, hip hop is like soccer. Anyone with a with a ball can play. Yeah. So these you don't kid, even need a ball, right? Yeah. So these kids in ciphers and and beatboxing. I mean, it's the mo- the most stripped down sort of um, exuberant. You know, honest uh, art form. Totally. You know, what I mean, kids kids aren't trying to dress like Joey Ramone right. across no, the no. world. Yeah. You know, they're trying to emulate Kendrick. Right. So right. there's something to be said for that. Um, so there, there's debate in the rock world whether or not Chuck Berry or Ike Turner has the first, first rock, rock song. Rock but there's there's no debate right. about where hip hop started. And that was 1520 Sedgwick Ave yep. in the South Bronx. August at, 11th. Yeah. Yep. On August 11th, DJ Cool Herc threw a party, I believe, for his sister's birthday. Right. Mm-hmm. And cut breaks mm-hmm. and that right. was that was how this all started but it's it's interesting to me one of those cool footnotes is that um apparently his technique was really bad uh um, that's what i've heard as well yeah. it had to be right yeah so so he's kind of like <laughs> he's inventing it totally <laughs> i'm all busting his balls the transitions weren't that great cool he, herc. learn no, a triple click flare cool herc. <laughs> he's no cubert you know what i'm saying <laughs> and, and i imagine they had to be like direct drive turn totally like totally like hardcore stuff he probably ruined his needles that night yeah know? so For real. he it was flash watching him yeah. And going, I can perfect this right. technique, which is so hip hop. Like, yeah. I'm going to bite your shit and right. then, make and it then perfect it and, and make it better. And mm-hmm. so the culture is kind of like mutated. It's very malleable. But in uh, in Nelson George's book, uh, Hip Hop America, he talks about hip hop being the first time that black and brown people could get nostalgic mm. and kind of look back. Because hip hop right. is, is kind of perpetually in this look back mode. So... Even at the beginning, well, it's based on old music, right? right so right, there's a built-in exactly. nostalgia factor right. to the sampling and the right. kind of like extracting of breaks, the, right, cura- right. the curation of of older, seemingly discarded mm-hmm. uh, pop music, and right. I think that's why it has a birthday. Right, because, right, right. Uh, Chuck D once said, "Like rap isn't music; you rap over music." Right, right. and so right. this is almost like the one of these. And I, God, I hate this term, but like. It's like a post music music. Yeah. Like it's 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 saying right. that it's music making music. Kind yeah. of you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's this interesting thing, but to Nate's point, um, the hip hop purist is a is a special kind of insufferable. 
And, right, and, right. <laughs> and I and I get that and I get mm-hmm. that and I've, I've been I've contributed to that trope right. yeah, in, no, in my own way over yeah. the years. There, it's been a lot of time. There's an economic sort of uh, economic sort of component to it as well because it's like, oh, you can't afford a band, but you can put a, afford a sampler and old records. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? And yeah. so all yeah. those cats, I would celebrate its birthday too. But I was that age then, and you're still alive now. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But like, it, do people like do people know when techno or house was invented? Like, not not to the date. Not I to mean, the date and address. There's but usually yeah. a first record. There's or, records, like, right? Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you talk to Chicago Cats, like there's right, right. The, the first record. There's the but, first techno. There's a, yeah, because that's also a party based music. I'm like, was there a party where it turned from techno to house? Or well, you know, I'm like house, showing my ignorance house here. Has house a, has, has a specific thing because it was the fun house in Chicago, right? That the music came from, but hip hop is so um is so on its own nuts this is what i love about hip-hop <laughs> right, right no right. other music celebrates itself yeah yeah no other culture celebrates itself so flamboyantly so right. almost it's obnoxiously. so referential in its nature that it became self-referential uh, exactly very exactly quickly. i mean it's a culture it's braggadocious right you know what i mean and it's kind you know but we retweet a lot of this stuff and i deeply respect the people who keep the spreadsheets or whatever but the kind of the lowest form of hip-hop content right now is like I think today Intelligent Hoodlum was born, so I saw like 25 tweets about him being born. So it's like the one where everybody does that is hip hop's birthday. Right. You know what I mean? And it's the uh, Evan Auerbach, the Up North Trips guy, is kind of the one guy I remember Mm -hmm. doing that first. And his blog kind of became the the date keeping and the the Mm -hmm. record keeping. Mm -hmm. But now everything's an anniversary. Yeah, everything's. I think every day there's something. You know what I mean? I I think Skilo's second album isn't really anniversary (laughs) worthy. Totally. Maybe that's just me. Um, I was eating dinner uh, over the weekend at this like really fun, but like really hot and sweaty. Uh, restaurant in Venice and uh, they, they were playing Skilos I wish I was a little bit taller Absolutely. and it seemed like it wasn't quite the record scratch and take it off thing but they just skipped it <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> and so, I'm like I know I'm the only person noticing this right now because they were playing very eclectic music and actually I really thought they should have been playing like Thai funk like or like Cambodian rock yeah, like yeah. 60s vibe, but stuff. they didn't ask me to <laughs> submit no, my they, playlist they didn't? unfortunately they don't take walk-ins yeah um but they're playing that song in particular you could just tell someone was by the controller and was like nope <laughs> that's enough of that Hip- yeah. hip-hop has contributed so much amazing music and so much terrible music there's a there's a mountain right. of shit underneath the like yeah. diamond at the top but it's, you know what i mean we brutal. say that but it's like you know we say that and a lot of people say that about hip-hop but how much fucking garbage rock records are there <laughs> oh, no one's like oh compare the Way good to more. the bad you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah no hip-hop is eternally judged by its absolute worst characteristics right. and, and moments, right. but at the same time, kind of appropriated across the board. Mm-hmm. In, in Nelson George's "The Hip Hop America," which came out in ninety seven, ninety eight, he's like the the graffiti um, typography had just got run into the ground, right. and this mm-hmm. was in the nineties. Like right, you right. know, Madison Avenue. Uh, you know, America mainstream had just taken it and destroyed. I don't know if it's I. You know, I read that book back then. I haven't really revisited, but I don't know if he uses this specific example. But the one thing I think of is when uh, they're doing the Flintstone cereal and oh, Barney and Fred God, are rapping. One hundred percent, and that it's like. At that, I mean, people are constantly saying hip hop is dead, but at that moment, you might yeah. as well just shoot Nate, it in the head. Nate, you didn't love Fruity Pebbles in a major <laughs> way. <laughs> Come on, my name is Nate. I'm here to say. But, but, I remember the cartoon straight up. But, yeah, but totally. what's so I mean, the funny, commercial. I mean, what's so funny is that that cadence, right? 
that is even to this day. If you take somebody and they want to kind of mimic, right, rap, right, right, it's that. I don't know what da, it da, is about that cadence. Like when my kids would mess around with me and be like, "I'm rapping," like right. they would da, do da, that da, cadence. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. I don't know. As a rapper, it always bugs me. Yeah, they're, they're basically doing whip or whip, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, I think he's yeah, yeah, yeah. he's okay. the guy who defines that sound okay. for me. Okay. Uh, uh, and also as a guy who's DJed a lot of like weird events and like art galleries and places you wouldn't necessarily think to hear a hip hop DJ at uh, the Wicca Wicca, like oh, the, the old God. people coming up and yeah. giving you the like I'm doing this thing with my hand. You guys can all picture like a cat right. pawing its right. litter right. and the the Wicca Wicca thing. And I'm just like, never fucking do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, real life. like like all of that ties into um, Jeff Chang's um, um, chapter in uh, Can't Stop Won't Stop when he's talking about the break exploitation era, where yeah. it's like, oh, this yeah. cool, this cool, fascinating, bizarre uh, dance style that's sweeping the country, you know? Yeah. Totally. And then, and then it, running break um, dance into the ground. Right. Right. Edon samples it on uh, Primitive Plus. It's that news thing where it's mm-hmm. like, "Good evening, yeah. men and women totally. too. We got something great <laughs> and special for you. A whole yeah. new culture for you to right. see." Oh, it's like, you know, I, I think it's funny how like the 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 sort of absorption of hip hop for older cats has not changed. You talk to an older person, they're still like, "Oh, this is this rap music." It's yeah, so weird. Is, which and is wild. It's been yeah. around for fucking 40 years. Yeah. yeah. Like my dad, you know? he gets in that kind of mood. And he's like grown up with me and I've tried to teach him stuff, but he'll be like, yeah, I like that Jizzy J. <laughs> and I'm like, but it's, it's Jazzy J. <laughs> ne- dad. Next, <laughs> next to the Wicca There's Wicca. a Bombada joke in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's been nice having Dave on this podcast. We, uh, we appreciate it. Oh, no, man. I think the, the, the Wicca Wicca gesticulation is maybe 1A. I think number one is when I go, oh, yeah, I rap. And then people do, everybody knows right. what this is. People do the hand motion of like, Ugh. oh, so you're like one of these guys? Oh and they God. like, they kind of right. do They're this doing weird. doing rap, rap hands at rap you. Rap hands, rapper hands. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not like you're an engineer. I'm going to do engineer hands. Yeah. You're like, oh, why uh, is it oh this get, you got your protractor. <laughs> <laughs> or you can paint. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're a chef. I'm doing the like chopping motion. Totally, totally. I'm doing that now. I'm oh, a stockbroker. Look at my uh, ticker tape. <laughs> yeah. So hip hop has been uh, appropriated, absorbed, bastardized, um, and is the most popular thing in the world. Right. It's still, right. Yeah. still, and it's huge, and, and will s- always be. Yeah. I mean, is there going to so? be a post hip hop hip hop? I, I, is it going to get one more? might argue we're there now? No, well then, yeah, you okay. Know. But to me, that'd be the continuation. Would uh, you know? Would I'm trying to think of someone who isn't alive but was in the very early parts of the culture? Would I don't know? I someone who's not alive. Is, would an early, would a 1979 hip hopper guy from the Bronx recognize Trippy Red as hip hop? Right. No, probably not. But then there's this thing where some would though. Some some might. Like because Busy B could, might be like you could you say know, blah, 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 you, you know, know Ramza Lee was kind of right. like a, a a weirder guy. But in '82, Charlie Ahern was like, "This shit is dead." Right. Right. You know right. what I mean? For I think for a lot of the original creators, they see it more maybe how we would see a hyphy. Right. And say, right, right, there, right. if you were here during that time, mm-hmm. that was it. And right now, everything else is just like this echo. Yeah. And so yeah. the real culture as it existed, you know, in the Bronx, where we can never go back mm-hmm. to and will never be, um, that actually is dead. And, and to hold it up, sure. and to your point about the insufferable hip-hop guy, 
to hold that up as the pinnacle of everything, it's like, no, no dude. you know what I mean? It's the start. It's yeah, the first the light bulb. should be, not should the be noted. Right. Yeah. No one's like, Elvis d- died, so Rock is dead. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It's yeah. so easy to sort of dismiss hip-hop, and I don't know why. It's um, because it's the most powerful force. Racism. Force. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. I was going to say. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say. Thank you, Nate. Nate LeBlanc, and Nate classism. Yeah. yeah. The Rock reparations app is working for yeah, me. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> no, it's... Why is it's, my balance going down? <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of those things where because it was created by lower class people, by black and brown people... Right. Um, and it also, this is what hip hop does so well, and it's also the worst part of it, is it takes America's ills and just makes them so shiny. Like, yeah. oh, America's always hated women. Misogyny is as old as anything in mm-hmm, this country. Mm-hmm. But when rappers come out and they're like upfront with it and stylize it and make it right, right. glossy and shiny, now it's like, how dare you? Oh, you know, Don Imus said that thing about the women at Rutgers, mm-hmm. called them nappy-headed hoes. And the first thing he did was like, well, rappers say that shit all the time. Yeah. Like, you're a 61-year-old white man. Yeah. Like, what kind of fucking rapper are you listening to? And, right. And you're like, fired. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and get the fuck out of here. It's a scapegoat. Yeah. yeah. Hip-hop Constant is a scapegoat. convenient scapegoat still, um, even in this day and age. And so, I don't know. I, I love your question about will there be a post-hip-hop? Will this shit ever die out because if post we were... Malone no, I'm just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding just kidding hey, and rem- scene <laughs> remember um just quickly on that scene from Atlanta where they're like oh yeah you're my favorite rapper you and post Malone yeah oh, okay, oh. Up the just... oh man I forgot to ask Brandon about the show with oh I thought you were going there call him back uh um, anyway sorry to what's derail. it called yeah, yeah, no, no, I, no, I, uh, to me what I thought of as post hip-hop was like um prefuse like glitch hop mm. I was mm. like okay this is a new thing but it's building off hip-hop i sure. think he would say it was hip-hop yeah to me it sounded like a new thing and even to take it a step further into the electronic realm like jesscom mm-hmm. which is autekers i'm using air quotes you guys can't see hip-hop project it's still glitchy as fuck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that sounded post hip-hop to yeah. me but that didn't live on either like, to me i think they're they're all one of the same it's just different components right i it's mean because different cause kinds it, of beat making because if, if that's hip-hop then what's trap you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think trap's yeah. hip hop. I, I don't think, think of it as a separate I think genre. I do think you? Yeah. No, I, yeah. it's completely hip hop. It's as, it's a branch on the tree as a, as as exuberant and you know. But um, but hip hop is an approach, right? So it's not. A, and this is what I I gotten in arguments about that. This hip hop is an approach. It's not whether you use samples or you don't. It's it's not about if you you know it's a four four thing or you figure out right. a way to do it in three four time. Hip hop is an approach to to the music and i wonder if there's gonna be a time and i worry about this because i worry about dumb shit i i wonder (laughs) if there's gonna be a time when the shit is just so mainstream that it's no longer edgy or confrontational and you will have to make something because some of these horrible records that we talk Mm. about that are out right now on some level i appreciate it in the sense that people are willing to like break the model because what's going to happen is hip hop is the new classic rock and you know i think that it that did effectively kill rock as as a creative force that it was in the culture for a long time hmm. um, by the time you get to the what you know I, people don't know the station if you're not from here but like the k fog era where you're taking 12 songs yeah. over a 15 year period and just playing the shit out of them mm-hmm. which is what um, throwback radio does yeah. Uh, I don't know. Art forms do die. Jazz did die. Hip hop brought it back. Kamasi Washington is like right. playing big, huge festivals right now. I don't think jazz died. It died. 
It does. When, when Kenny, when Kenny G was the was the preeminent jazz so we, person. So are we talking about cultural impact? Yeah, cultural relevance. At a point, something becomes so watered down when you hmm. get on the other side of weather report. But a bunch of dudes were still alive. Like, um, I'm trying to think of like, um, uh, who's the guy? The guy who just passed away. Cecil Taylor was still alive while Kenny G was on the charts. Right, but jazz wasn't but dead. Cre- but I, the, I disagree with that. But formulation. the creative, the the creative force that it was in pushing things was effectively. If it wasn't dead, it was buried. It was Han, it, it was Han it Solo. waned and it went back into like it's the just the diehards. Uh, sure, like, could, sure. Could, could like but, keep but, it alive. But, actually, that was actually a time where I was collecting jazz records. It wasn't dead for me. But I, I I look at cultures like that where I go, classical music is dead. You have people that are still playing shit from three hundred years ago, and there's modern classical, sure. But it's not the main event anymore. It's just a response hmm. to. It is for people who dead. have symphony season tickets, though. But they're listening to shit from the seventeen and eighteen hundreds. Not necessarily. Like John Adams and Michael Tilson Thomas are like still composing new new symphonies. We won't know for another three hundred years if they last. But it's, I don't know. I don't think a music culture, genre can die. It's it's cultural hmm. echoes to me. I think I say death is when now we're just referencing the best things that happen. And Ken's Burns fucking documentary Do you about jazz kind of ends on this like well after free jazz yeah. like what happened yeah. because it, everything now that's dope is referential to mm. another time and i hate that about hip-hop i hate mm. when people go this cat's dope. He reminds me of 94. I'm like, ah, right, I don't right, want that. I don't right. want that. I, don't, that I actually that's usually that. do like that music, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think hip hop will we fall know. into that, though. Yeah. I don't know. think it'll fall into that trap, though. I mean, well, I mean, it's always, I mean, you know, when people uh, sort of um, place the uh, DIY aspect to like punk music, but what's more DIY than fucking hip hop and getting a fucking sample in a record? Totally. You know what yeah, I mean? And I think in that regard, at its core, it's always going to thrive, dude. And, and, and also, hip hop is tied into like modernity. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. You it talk about relevance. New. You talk about it shit from last week. You, you know what I mean? But so in that case, but if if the guys our age had their way, it would be, in Damone's definition, dead. Because you wouldn't. You would go, I the hip hop czar say Trippy Red cannot exist, and therefore yeah, that but whole I, thread of potential creativity, whatever in that ends up being, would be cast aside. And that's what you get in like high art forms where people go. That's not fucking classical. <clears throat> you can't do that. Like, mm-hmm. there's rules here. We have right, right. a set of established rules for 100 But there's years. no rules to hip-hop. Hopefully not. You know what I mean? Hopefully not. Yeah. I, d- I don't know that anyone's saying, like, Extentacion or Trippy Red or Lil Skies or whatever can't or shouldn't exist. We just don't want to listen to Oh, no, 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 it. no. There, I, I think the, the, the sentiment amongst the crusties is that <laughs> this isn't hip-hop and it shouldn't exist. Yeah, but it's crusty shit. You know, I mean, like, what's more non-hip-hop? And I've said this before. It's decidedly really non-hip-hop to, like, all new hip-hop. You know what I mean? It's, right. People it's, didn't like Rakim when he came out. You're a fool now. You okay, know? okay, okay. So, right. that's, so that's sort of my take on it. Okay. But, but I do know what you're oh, saying. all these elaborate genres. metaphors in this amazing voice. I hate this. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So. Interesting, interesting. So, anyway. so hip-hop cannot die. It is a vampire. Um, it'll be with us. It is a vampire culture, actually, because all hip hop will do is look back and go, "Yeah, that's dope. Why don't we make hip hop out of that?" Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah. uh, just to everything seems to revolve around Kendrick eventually. When he sampled uh, Janet Jackson, "Poetic right. Justice," right. I'm like, "This is as old as old to him as the right. like exactly. um, red clay was, was uh, to right. Q-tip." Yeah, you know totally. what I mean? So totally. it's just like, 
It, just because it's from when I was a kid doesn't mean it's not old enough to sample. Right. And a lot yeah. of cool songs are made of, out of sampling contemporary yeah. stuff. Like, well, now, I mean, you hear people sample the fucking Fugees and Biggie all the time. Totally. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I was, uh, I was at a, a youth open mic with, with my kids last night, and some 18-year-old girl came up and said, I want to sing a song. And they're like, all right. She just launches into Lauren Hill's X Factor, and <laughs> and and I'm you. I've been on record with my Lauren Hill criticisms, but all the kids that were there started singing that shit like it came out yesterday. Wow, that's and I impressive. go, I go, maybe it's you know Drake used it in his nice for what song, so mm -hmm. maybe that's their jumping off point. But I guess to contradict my own self, it's it's a way of saying that this culture will continue to reinvigorate. You talk about Kamazi Washington. I think without a tribe called Quest kind of reinvigorating even our age's interest in a jazz, you don't have a Kamazi Washington. Hmm. It's hip-hop. I would want him to say that. I've never like read a lot of interviews with him. I would say that for a Glasper. A Glasper is cl sure. closer right. tied well, to, what I'm saying oh, is, to is any, a hip-hop ethos. Any modern, any modern jazz player is influenced by that time. It was Tribe said, actually, no, this shit is actually cool. Even for you guys who can't... Um, who can't I can't who separate can't myself it. out from it because that's the music I grew up on. But like to me, the you know when I'm 16, 17, first starting to dig for records, John Coltrane's the coolest person in the world, and they're not sampling Coltrane per se. No, no, no. There's no. something about no, jazz no, 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 that's no. ineffable and like has it just like such a mystique, and it's so. I always think of it as it's so fucking hard. Right. Yeah, it's but, like but that's, that's a whole. But that's that's kind of my game. that's kind of my point because by that time jazz had been held up in the same way that classical is, that this particular point in jazz, because critics hated John Coltrane mm -hmm. late in the game, but they loved Miles Try to Miles listen to too. Sunship, dude. Yep. Hey, I mean, <laughs> oh. that was his Trippy Red record. He, but, went, he went out, dude. Like, and that's but, amazing but in its own it was, way. But it was held up. It was held up in such a way that, in the same way that a Jimi Hendrix record is held up, that I could find it when I'm 16, and there's this universal, like, oh, this is a great thing. Everybody should know about this. What I'm saying is, hip-hop went back and said, not just John Coltrane, but here's some off-brand stuff. You hadn't heard sure. of Weldon Irving. You hadn't heard sure, of, sure. of a lot of these deep Freddie Hubbard tracks, who wasn't mm -hmm. even taken seriously back then. Miles Davis thought right, he was a right. joke. So well, Miles Davis might have, but the guy who ran CTI didn't. Freddie Hubbard's like a career artist. He's not like, I don't think just because Miles Davis hated He hated everybody. Nobody's as good as Miles Davis. It's like he's not, not taken seriously. He's a full-on like lion of the culture. There's, he has... He has 45 records there's there was especially at that time there was this idea that he was a pop just walk with me walk with me there was this idea that a freddie hubbard was a pop jazz musician okay. critics didn't necessarily love that he wasn't as pure as he was able to do you know poppier things and it was criticized for that what i'm saying is the curation of and i'll keep going back to q-tip as a as a foundational person went back and said look from let me resurrect these things for you and I think it did. I think it, I'm not the only person who said this, but I think it did breathe life back into a genre. And now we have amazing young jazz players. You mentioned Glasper, you, you know, Kamazi Washington. They're all informed by hip hop. Like they're all sure. informed by it. And so I think that maybe hip hop can't die because it will just go dig up the graves that's what of, I think. Of, other, of other musical forms. Well, that's what, that, that's what I was thinking. There it is. But wasn't like that sort of grass. counter to your point earlier, though? Because that's how I roll, man. You gotta, <laughs> okay. you, you gotta, you gotta right. go on. All a, right, come All on right. the trip. We're with on me, a man. journey. Yeah, we're on a trip. It's red. <laughs> <laughs> that is our final trippy red reference for the hip hop birthday. Never heard a single song. <laughs> I 
haven't either. Yeah. But maybe I should yeah. someday. Uh, uh, can we talk about some new records? Have you guys listened to the new Travis Scott? I I, I turned it off after like one track. Wow. It's not my thing though. Oh, yeah. It's not my thing though, dude. Yeah. Dave, hang in there. Um, okay. So really? I was no. having. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. No, okay. I, I, mean, I already know he's not my guy. You know right. What I mean? I, so. yeah. um, I've liked the single off of each one. Um, Antidote and uh, Goosebumps, okay. right? Those yeah. are two. Oh, those are good okay. radio songs. I don't turn the radio when those come on. Um, I had an interesting conversation about the new Travis Scott record with local San Jose rapper Ray Rez. Shout out, Ray. Hey. Um, yep. On Wednesday, he was saying it's the new Sonic standard. He loved it, and, and oh. I saw his post about oh. that, and he loved it, and then I listened to it based on that. Okay, right. I'm okay. Kind of, I'm not a big Travis From Scott From a guy. sound design okay. point Okay, all right, it's, tell it's, me more about it's that. It's a big That's budget movie. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. To me, it's an it's avatar. It's like watching the Avengers or something. Yeah, it's yeah. an avatar record where... Sonically. If the Avengers just warbled with What do you mean by that? Like, sonically? Well, because yeah, so. it's, it's big budget, so everything sounds great. You play the shit loud. Like, it sounds great. All the bells and whistles are there. The, the production is... How is it different from a Kanye record then? If it's just big well, budget production, it's a little slicker. Is it? There's yeah, a lot yeah, like more a going Pablo? on. I would say. Really? Yeah. 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 Um, but but in but in Kanye records, the the uh, movements are so distinct. In the mm-hmm. Travis Scott record, everything's layered better. Okay. So okay. there, it's very smooth. It's very well put together. Okay. Big Who produced budget. It? Rap album. A bunch of different people, but Mike Dean engineered it. Okay. And so it's kind of his achievement. Okay. Well, see, this makes me want to check it so, out. So let me just say my thing. He said um, previously the reference record for audio shit for everyone in the hip hop world was Chronic 2001. 2001. Right. And yeah. now this will be the new thing. Okay. He said this, and I don't know how to prove this. It's a full five decibels louder than Chronic 2001, and it doesn't clip. Right. Like just knowing right. the little it's bit a technical, about it's a technical like, achievement. sound oh, shit, having learned how to produce wow. this podcast, that's some crazy shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So okay. It's, it's a leap forward. It's like when you watch that's the Star Wars, when you watch the, the original right. Star right. Wars, right. and then right. you look at the special effects now and right. you go, oh my God, it's so much, it's so much better. Now, does it mean that it's a better piece of art? I would sure. say no because Travis Scott can't rap like right, that. Right. It has everything you would want out of a yeah. dope album. Can rap except. as good as like a hitman or something though. I don't think the rapping on Dre 2001 is you know. There's your snoops right, right. And but M's, we're we're but talking about the sonic yeah. achievement of yeah. it, right? Not, not the, the rapping. Five Nine wrote a bunch of that stuff on 2001. There's bars on there. It, Eminem's involved. I don't like that record either. Yeah, that's I, what I'm, I, I'm like. I mean, I, I don't. I think, that, I, think I think that. I think the rapping is bad. Yeah, 2001. I'm thinking of like Dre using Axel's. David Axelrod samples, not, totally. not the bars on there. But you're yeah. right. I guess there's some stuff on there. But compared uh, to Travis Scott. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> for sure. I for mean, sure. Okay, okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I, I on some brand new. So this is the other thing that Ray said. that we're, uh, And I'm like, is it good? And he's like, it's a vibe. Okay. Which is, like, a new, which is a new way of saying Travis Scott can't rap, but right. this rap album is somehow entertaining. Right. Yeah, and I, and, mean, and, and, I, and I, I recognize that as being valid, but Crooked Eye had a great tweet, which I think was about this. And I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, hey, somebody who can't rap can be entertaining. I can be entertained, sure. but just don't talk to me like they can actually rap. Right. Like, don't yeah. don't try to make make it into they have this skill or ability just because right. they've captured right. a right. vibe. Right. The right. album's cool and as, now, a, as a project, and, right? And now I sound 57, but still, <laughs> uh, that's, that's kind of how I felt about <laughs> uh, it. Yeah. I'm like, this is a well, okay. slickly produced. To me, it's like the movie Avatar. Yeah. Where it's like at the time the special effects are off the chain, but I'm just mm. like I don't, I don't care about this. Yeah. Other than to say it's, it's I'll, it's I'll, I'll have my one listen, and I wish I hadn't listened to it through my laptop speakers. I'll at least give it the headphones <laughs> treatment. Mm. But you know, it's it sounds good. Um, did anyone listen to the Nostrum Grocers, which is the Milo and no, um, I, I the read Lucid about record? 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. I like okay. him. Yeah, I know. I I thought of you when yeah, I saw. I listened that. to it on the plane Club. yesterday. Um, so is, it's uh, it's really good. It's is he like, rapping and the yeah. other cat produces? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. How's the other cat? I've never even heard the other cat's music. Um. Also dense. Also weird. Okay. Yeah. I'm like fully in. And did anyone listen to the Soul Assassins too? I did. Uh, you know, I I I like that. Or well, I heard, and I don't know if it's true because it kind of doesn't sound like it. That there's no samples on it. But it it sounds, I would find that very sampling. hard to believe. It sounds sampling. Is he playing the violin? That's what I'm saying. I, I read that and was like, no way. Mm, anyway. I'm have to look into that more. Um, it's the first like mainstream real record that's like on Spotify and stuff with Mac Homme on it and has okay. two songs of his. Yeah. I really like the way it flows. It's like um, the the MF Doom and Cool G rap yeah. song and then the Cool G rap yeah. song. And then he does the kind of gets into yeah. the Mac Homme vibe and then he does the yeah. Freddie Gibbs. And it's like, I don't know. I liked it. I thought yeah, it was I mean, cool. It's I, dark. I, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, it definitely, it's tempered, you know, and like uh, you mentioned earlier with vibes. I mean, it sets a tone. Like the drums aren't sampled? There's, um, I don't know. All right. I, I'm going we'll to find that tweet. We're going to fucking call I, I, I love, I love the level of, uh, of disbelief here. No, but seriously, and I still don't believe it. But anyways. Um, <laughs> it, it like has the sound of rain on it. Did he go out in the rain <laughs> with a microphone? Like that sounds, like, sounds weird. Teardrops. Is that a sample or like a field right, recording? Right. Like are we... Getting semantic. I, I read that somewhere. Don't quote me all right, directly. All right. Okay. Dave okay. says um, <laughs> DJ Muggs is played the drums. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I, I But go, I did peep it. I like it. I'll go completely kind of left field from, from some of the releases mentioned. There's a cat by the name of Scotty ATL. Okay. Who is, uh, who is I mean, it's, it's unapologetic 808 trap. Okay. Um, I'm assuming he's from ATL. Uh, Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's his name. Uh, but it's he had a record called um, uh, Ratchet Self, um, which is kind of a, a club birthday anthem that I really liked. And so his album just dropped, and it's 16 tracks of a guy rapping over trap. So there isn't mm. like this, what I call electro crooning, which mm. I've definitely grown yeah. tired of. Yeah. Um, talking about Mac Miller. Um, so, and I feel like, I feel like it, it's refreshing in the sense that he seems like an older cat and he's just here. It's, uh, it's, it has a certain, like when I used to listen to early two chains and mm. like, yeah, this guy's just rapping. Like, yeah. He's just here, you know, putting bars on it. So that, that is the new record that I'm like, okay. Uh, did anyone listen to the YG? I did not. Ah, I, I did to turn not. it off. Oh, really? Couldn't, couldn't okay. make, it, couldn't make yeah. it through. I haven't listened to it yet, but I don't mind the single, the big bank. Okay. Um, I think it has the best Big Sean verse. Interesting. Yeah, All it's right, like he, it he actually kind of he carries he, his theme through. He, he makes charisma. sense. He sounds good. He has charisma, um, but I just don't like his songs. Yeah, I hear you. Oh God, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I heard a fucking Method Man cut that's going to be off of some video game, and I, and as terrible as that sounds, it sounds great. Nice. Is and that and right? Okay. And you know, Method Man is someone who, in in recent times, I would say I'm looking forward to his third act. Like his right. voice aged perfectly. Totally. And it's certainly yeah. one of the greatest voices ever. But like his content is now. You know, it's modernized. He's not talking about Shaolin swords, right? Okay. In two thousand five, okay. so right. it's like modern method man. He kinda, kind and of and recent, updated. yeah. Okay. And they, his recent freestyles, um, just like radio shows and stuff. I'm like, I kind of want to hear your new album. Okay. Get, get some good beats, and I'm down. Right okay. on. So okay. that sounds awesome. Did, did That's any, sort of anybody, what I just checked. Anybody catch Redman dropped? Oh, a new album. You know, Redman uh, is, is the full length out yet? I oh no, the song not. was out. Okay, Red, it's a song. dude, yeah. Redman. I think. Uh, I mean, if there's a list of like. Um, sort of slept on MCs, right? Why isn't he on everyone's like top 10? 
You know Why is he on every? Yeah, no, no. I, he I totally agree. Every time I he's hear it, I'm like, oh man, Redman's good. Super consistent. He's a much better rapper than he has to be, given how huge his personality. Totally, is. totally. Because he can just be a personality rapper. Yeah, you know? yeah. But he he definitely has has bars even into bars. his latter into his latter years. Right. And I look at him as like. He's like hip hop's BB King. Like BB <laughs> yeah, King was yeah. touring into his sixties, totally. and I think that's gonna be, that's gonna be Redman. Is that yeah. he's gonna his brand of hip hop? He's always gonna be able to bring it, and there's yeah. always gonna be an audience for it. You know right. what I mean? Right. I don't know if you guys saw this. This is pretty nerdy, but um, LP is work is did the score for the Al Capone mm. movie Fonzo that mm-hmm. Tom Hardy is in, and while they're working on it, he said that Tom Hardy told him he's basing his portrayal of Venom. The comic book character, in part, on Redman's personality. Yeah, I Damn. saw that. I saw I've that. seen. I've, I've like follow. I'm a comic book movie you nerd, don't say. and so I'm like wanting to kind of see the movie, but the trailers look terrible. Do they? They okay. just dropped a new trailer, and I'm like, okay. And then I saw that tweet from LP, and I'm like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got my 15 bucks. You know, speaking of Tom Hardy, did you know? Like, I read about this. this is some fucking bu- BuzzFeed bullshit, but he put out a fucking rap tape. I listened to it. I listened to it. Too. Yeah, not terrible. Not terrible, not but terrible. I can see is why it, he went into it, acting. Is it sure, better? Sure. Is it better than? Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Ooh, he has a rap tape. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Though. But he, <laughs> he's like guy. manic, so he was just like almost like based freestyling. Oh. And and, yeah. and it's not as good as uh, Javale McGee's. Oh Pierre. Oh, I Pierre, never. I haven't Pierre listened to Pierre. House. Pierre okay. is not terrible. Okay. Okay. We, we you gotta... have to put the mic stand like way up. <laughs> is it two mic stands? <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Two mic stands and three rat tails. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Javel. If anyone's listening, we got to get Pierre on, Pierre on here. This yeah. that would be a dope yeah. crossover. Yeah. That would be even, even, even though he's even a, those Laker a Laker. We, we still mess oh, with him. Oh, I was in LAX yesterday and just like yellow LeBron shirts everywhere. Oh, really? It's just like you how make, fast do you get that printed? You gotta up? make that money, dog. Totally. First yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So so you know it's it's an amazing culture. We've taken you from Sedgwick Ave to Trippy Red. To JaVale McGee. McGee. <laughs> Happy birthday, hip hop. Happy birthday, hip hop. What I, you know, what can you say about a culture that can encompass those three things? Um, hey, that, hey, that's my shit, dude. Hip hop's like my yeah. shit, our shit. Absolutely. I mean, so I mean, all joking aside, I thought you know, you're more of a Gary aside. Newman guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the inside. When I'm when I'm not bumping Gary. Newman. Uh, um, I so, only like girly indie rock. I just do this to hang out with you guys. <laughs> I don't even know who Redman is. <laughs> Oh man, Dad Bod Rap Pod. Um, see, we're not the fussy old. Yeah, we are. We're that <laughs> and and more. So happy birthday, hip hop. We hope there's another forty five years, and when you tune into episode seven thousand, uh, we'll be talking about the nineteenth birthday of hip hop here on the Dad Bod Rap Pod. Did you guys know that Jeopardy is on Hulu now? Oh. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And okay. 
if it doesn't have commercials and you fast forward the stupid interview, you can watch an episode in like 14 minutes. Wow. It, it is yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's like the new, like, I'm just, whenever I'm just like doing stuff All right. and I right. need something on in the background so I can prove to my wife how smart I am. <laughs> Are you one of those? You just yell out the answer if you oh, know it? absolutely. Full on. Uh, and if I don't same. know it. Same. <laughs> See, like, I will not answer, but my silence, my girlfriend takes it, my partner takes it as me not knowing the answer. So now it's like, Helsinki, Benjamin Franklin, (laughs) you know, like, fuck, like, uh, babe, you didn't say what is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just say Ragnarok at any given point, and I think you'll walk away from a thousand bucks. Totally. What what is sex tonight possible? (laughs) 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 Uh -uh. I know. Bye, baby. Alex, no. <laughs> no. Um, so anyway, there goes yeah. your weekend, America. Watch Jeopardy on Hulu. Listen to the Dad Bod Rap Pod. give an extra special thanks to Jumbled, a producer out of Baltimore, for sending in this beat today. Um, both beats that you hear um, in the middle and here on the outro are from him, at Napalm Def on Twitter. Thank you. When you. We want to thank you for listening to another dope episode of the Dad Bod Rap Pod. More fly conversation and interviews coming your way every week. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash dadbodrappod. And we're always down to interact with you on Twitter at dadbodrappod, all spelled out. Subscribe on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. 